There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cavalry Audio. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Motherfucker Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Blackson. I'm here with Chinese best motherfucking friend. Chinese best friend. What's going hey, on? Michael Blackson, I can't believe we survived. We're now at over 20 plus episodes. We're at 18 today. Today's 18? It been that fast? Yeah. Can you believe how fast it went? God, 18 weeks go by so fast. No, not 18 weeks. 18 episodes. Nigga, that means 18 weeks of being on the show, you fucking retard. <laughs> Excuse my language. You're really good at math, Mike. Chinese best friend, you are very slow, man. You went into a very... Did up- you go to Crenshaw High? <laughs> no. Inglewood Elementary? I wish. Long Beach ICDC? I wish. Did you go to Van Nuys High School? Yeah, I was there. I graduated there with uh, all these... These nuts. <laughs> Well, you're looking good today. Uh, I'm not sure what you got on, but I'm yeah, sure a blind shirt, I'm sure a blind man will appreciate what you're wearing tonight, <laughs> Chinese best friend. Yeah, Mike. Uh, I didn't know we were gonna shoot uh, two episodes today. I didn't bring my other outfit. What do you mean? You have a different shirt on. Yeah, I know. Huh? Same hat, same shoes, same jeans, but different shirt. That's all that matter. Yeah. Longer this shirt is different, man. Nobody could really tell. Because when you wear black jeans or dark jeans, you wear people have twenty thousand dark jeans. Yeah, you're right. This is my only one jean in my life. Don't tell nobody. Don't nobody has to know that Chinese. Uh, but my Chinese baby mama wash every day, so it comes like brand new all the time. How's the Chinese baby mother doing? Oh, she's doing good. You know, she's very happy. She could finally happy go motherfucker. Out. We was out at like two a.m. at Jamie Foxx's house yesterday. Oh yes, and she, she texts you about twelve thirty-eight a.m. and said yeah. hi. When a woman yeah. texts you at twelve thirty-eight a.m. and say hi, <laughs> nobody says hi. Really? At twelve thirty-eight a.m. unless they're pissed. Yeah. What was your reply? Hello. What did you say back when she said? I hi? said hello. 
Is it me you're looking for? Cause I wonder where you are. Yeah, I got in trouble, Mike. That's why I didn't. I knew you were. I knew you was in yeah. trouble. Definitely, man. I had a feeling something was not right. Yeah. But you went home and you gave her the dick, and that's all that matters. She didn't dick, want anything. Yeah. Dick would make a woman feel better, man. She didn't want a vagina rejuvenation last night. She was so mad. But we're not, we're now cool. Did yeah. you eat her ass? What you do? Well, maybe I do it tonight if she's still awake. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I'm not fucking shit up for you and your woman, am I? Because I'm like, every time I come and spend my life, they end up being single. Mike, don't worry. The only thing listening, I think she missed four episodes. Well, she probably listens to every single one. She just doesn't tell me. Oh, really? Oh, I haven't listened to it. <laughs> you're right. She's listening to it right now, live. But you're a good man, Chinese best friend. Since you've been around me, as far as I know, your dick has been in your pants. I've, nobody, right, no woman see? has ever. I'm a very loyal man. Is it by choice or by brooktivity? No, it's by choice. You know, I decided, I said, I don't need a lot of problems in my life. Yeah, yeah, you don't want the smoke, huh? I don't want the smoke. I, don't I, have to I want explanation. the smoke. I want the smoke, man. You know, you know what'd be real fun one day, man? You just go cheat on your lady by accident, catch chlamydia, and then take it <laughs> home. <laughs> that's the worst. Imagine. Woo! Yeah, that's the reason why I don't uh, go scavenger around, whatever they call that. What? Scavenger around. You like never had an STD in your life, Chinese best uh, friend? N- never. Michael Bloxer, I could say that in front of Dr. Fauci, never. That's why I decided not to take that Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, whatever it is. I heard they giving away some free STD and those. I don't know. <laughs> well, I heard one of them come with a free STD. Yeah, I heard somebody got... That would be good to blame it. Like, if you go home and you accidentally give your girl STD... Just blame that shit on the Mardana, right? That's actually a good idea until you sh- said it on the show, Mike. Thanks a lot. Fellows, you have an excuse, man. <laughs> if you accidentally go and burn your woman, just say you're not really burning. You you fucking took the COVID shot. <laughs> you, you you took caught corona, took a shot, and then caught chlamydia. Man, let's talk about that. BET Awards, you didn't go yesterday because the reason why the world want to know, Mike, why you didn't go yesterday. Be, well, let me see. The reason, main reason I didn't go, let me see why I didn't go to the BT Awards. Uh, vaccine for, shot. You know what? Like you don't have a vaccine shot. Remember? Is, that's you? right. You have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. You have to be vaccinated to go to the awards. Yeah, yeah. That is be. true. Um, but uh, I, bought, I bought a vaccination card from a Haitian guy in New York. I could have used it. They're selling vaccination cards everywhere, man. You get them at, <laughs> you buy them at Walmart. Just put your name on it. Yeah, you they, know, they get dollar, it. It's the most expensive thing at the dollar store. Usually you go to the dollar store, everything's a dollar. <laughs> Not the COVID shot, man. COVID vaccination card is $5.99 at the dollar store. Man, I hope Dr. Fauci is not listening oh, to Dr. this. Oh, Dr. Fauci is in heat right now. He, they call him a liar. Nobody's listening to Dr. Fauci anymore, okay? You know how Pinocchio, when you lie, your nose get longer? <laughs> Dr. Fauci been getting tall as fuck since he's been, since all this shit came out on Dr. Fauci, yeah. okay? He didn't want to believe the, the fucking um, malaria pill, the oh, fucking- What is that called? 
chloroquine? Chloroquine, hyd- the hydrochloroquine. I took it. All this you took time. the hydrochloroquine? You took you took hydrochloric for everything. She take it for like breast <laughs> implants. And she, oh my god! Carolina take the hydrochloric just for anything. She oh my god, use infection hydrochloric. Oh my god, my period on hydrochloric. Mike, you, does this solve diarrhea too? Because sometimes they have diarrhea. No diarrhea. You have to take like Pepto Bismol. No, I don't have that in my house. You don't have Pepto Bismol in your house? No, Michael Bloxon. I don't get diarrhea much. Well, you know, your, your lady cooked like really good food then. Yeah, very healthy food. Like what do you eat? Eggs, bacon, rice. <laughs> That's all I want, Mike. I'm very easy to take care of. Hey, bacon, rice, and pussy, pretty much. Yeah, and nice laundry. My clothes. You live a very simple life, man. Your life yeah. is fucking simple. I yeah. need excitement in my life, man. I well, need, Michael Blackson, I don't go out every day and entertain the whole world. You're the African king of comedy. Your life is the world is looking at. You know, you you are the Michael Jackson of comedy. Thank you very much. I appreciate you that. You are a very it famous man, Michael Blackson. Don't happen you o- notice? Just like Michael Jackson, it didn't happen overnight. Michael Jackson started at five years old. Yep. I've been telling jokes for a very, very yeah. long time. Fucking Michael Blackson, you know, I notice every time we go walk around places, every single person want to take a picture with you. That's and then you well, take pictures honestly, with them. You're a very nice nah, man. They, Other they, people run away. Chinese best friend. They just want to take a picture of me to see if I show up on the camera. Okay. <laughs> These are haters, man. Yeah, you got a lot of haters, but your haters are good haters. You know, they love me, but they love to like clown me, man. Yeah. Uh, what's been going on in the news? Anything you think of? No, let's talk about your outfit. That's a very nice outfit. Thank you very much. It's um, for, You know what? Versace, this is the last time I mention your name. I need your niggas to fucking give me some free clothes, okay? Versace, if you listen right now, I'm wearing, your, I'm wearing Versace shoes with a matching Versace shirt. Versace, I'm sorry. Um, you know what? You, you've been pulling a while with Versace because it's loud and it's colorful, you know? And when you're dark and beautiful like myself, you need colorfulness to yeah, yeah, bring out your darkness Mike. you know you are like you you are yellow chinese best yeah, friend you yellow. have to wear like darker colors to bring out your yellowness i gotta wear bright colors to bring out my darkness yeah no you, the versace fits you well michael block so you should be in a catwalk wearing versace outfits you look very good at like walmart stuff yeah that's why jc pennies yeah they I'm waiting for my shipment of uh, Yeezys. And last but not least, you look very good in four-month meals. <laughs> <laughs> That's an East Coast thing. I don't think they have that in the West Coast. Four meals like a Philly jersey. I grew up in Philly, Mike. What I part of Philly? Uh, Philippines. <laughs> I said it. I'm going to say it all the time. I think it just feels good saying it. I don't know. It is. It's very, it feels very good. Oh, you know what happened in the news? Uh, so we found out. Yeah. Have you ever ate a subway before? Oh, yeah. Mike, not every day. Foot long. There is no tuna found in a tuna at Subway. What? Okay? No tuna found in a tuna at Subway. Uh, what the fuck is in a tuna Subway? Can y'all tell us? Is it cat food? Is it <laughs> goldfish, motherfucker? Wow. 
Now why they call it? Now I know exactly why they call it subway. Cause subway in New York is like the underground railroad, <laughs> and it's nasty as fuck. And the subway, wow. you know what? That is pretty nasty. But you know, talking about Philippines and Philadelphia, that's where I was raised. Everybody didn't follow. And my true fans know I was raised in Philadelphia. I, I'm a Sixers fan. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a Flyers fan. I'm a Phillies fan. When I started comedy. Every bit of the early 90s, you know, 93, whatever year that was. God, that's a long time ago. Wow, Chinese 93, for goodness gracious. Chinese best friend. Michael Blackson, you know, we're 2022 now. Oh, we're 2021. It's right 2021. Now. What the? F- I don't you? know when this podcast is going to air. Maybe it's 2022. No, it's going to air in fucking 2021, Chinese best friend. But when I started out, one of the comedians that, you know, he was a hot guy in Philly at that time. He was a guy that was on like a, he was good friends with like Charlie Mack and Will Smith. So oh. he had appearances on um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, I like that he show. He was on Def Jam. He did Apollo. He was like, he was a guy that everybody in Philadelphia looked up to. Just like Chris wow. Tucker was to Atlanta. Yeah. This Javon Pearson was to Philadelphia. He yeah. was our guy. And um, we go way back. He knows me very well. And I love having guys on the show that I've known for a long time. He had his ups and downs, you know, and he won't talk all about it. But he Yeah, we want to hear about that. He was a funny guy, and he's still a funny nigga. My nigga got Javon Pearson's in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Jamal Pearson. Javon, motherfucker. Javon Pearson. What's up, Mike? Nothing. How you doing, sir? What's up? How you doing, man? With the earphones? You got it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got earphones? Yeah. Damn, this is some fucking major shit, Mike. Yeah, we made it, man. Michael Woo! Blackson. I can't believe I, I meet Carlton me Banks check. today. Just give me my check. That's not Carlton Banks. That's oh, Javon Pearson. I thought you said Fresh Prince of Villar. I'm well, saying he's made it. Well, I, I ain't say nothing about Bruce Lee. What the <laughs> fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Don't, don't, don't do it, Mike. I'm going to destroy him, Mike. I'm going to destroy him, Mike. <laughs> Hey, Mike, hey, 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 listen, man. I want to be the first. Fuck everything. Like, I want to be the first to tell you, man, I'm super proud of you. Thank you very much. Like, yeah, Michael Blocks. I love the fact that you came from this little ugly motherfucker from (laughs) Southwest Philly and and, and from from Bartram High School. Mm -hmm. And and I, I I I used to holler at a girl named Donna. Lockett. Remember, yeah, remember Donna, Donna Lockett. Yeah. Remember Donna, she was the prettiest girl in, 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 in Bartram. Bartram back then. Yeah, and I pulled her and I saw you. I was like, oh, who is that? What is that? <laughs> but I'm super proud of you, man. Thank I'm you super much. proud of you, man. I'm well, you know, a lot of times it says not where you're from, it's where you're at. You know, everybody know I came from West Africa and when I in Philly, my first couple of years in the States, I was in Jersey, but my life did not change, so I came out to Philly. Philadelphia raised me, made me this tough guy that I am, tough comedian, because mm-hmm. comedy is not no easy road. No, no, no. Only the tough survive, you know, and you got to be, and sometimes to be a tough comedian, you have to go through things in life, and I went through the whole, Yes, you yeah, did. I yes, you did. lit my whole life. They roasted me. Listen, I, I remember, I remember, you remember how we used to perform in front of major drug dealers. Oh, yes. We oh. used to perform in front of major it, it, it was this facet in Philadelphia called the Junior Black Mafia. And back like, in the day. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. And it JBM, was a, right? JBM. Right. And, and, and it was a lady who, who brought comedy to Philadelphia, Thelma Wright, 
and a lot of these guys that that was factions from different things. And I remember this one time, um, I was the host of that, and Michael Blackson came up and made every fight, everybody fucking laugh. Everybody. Wow. It wasn't a fight or a shootout that night. <laughs> it wasn't a fight or a shootout that night. Mike made everybody fucking laugh. And I'm like, this little black-ass ant. <laughs> but he was fucking hilarious, man. And let me tell you something. Comedy is hard because, like, I never had any. Well, I'm lying. It was one person I saw on stage that made me want to do comedy before I saw a superstar. Ooh, who's that, sir? Chris Thomas. Chris Thomas oh. is the it mayor. Chris Tucker's brother. Nope. No, no, Chris. What the Chris fuck? Thomas. What? Chinese yeah, best friend. I don't know many uh, fried wings and and, and 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 come on, yeah. come on, man. Chris Thomas. Come on, God. Chris Thomas, DC, great one of the, the great one ones of the great. The mayor of the Rap mayor. City. Yeah, wow. he. I saw him. Funny guy, ugly as fuck, but so fucking he funny. He looks man. like your twin. He looks like no, he don't. I'm, he makes me look very cute. No, fuck both you. of y'all look like pretty Chris bitches. Thomas, <laughs> Chris Thomas, so ugly, man. Ants look at him like, hey, Listen, daddy. both of y'all, I was like, ooh, I don't know who to call who. But I saw him on stage at the, uh, um, it was a Run DMC concert. Raising Hell, whatever it was. I saw him. I said, that's what I want to do. But then I saw Eddie Murphy mm. raw after that and delirious after that. And that's what made Meaning me like on, you saw in person. Or you mean like on tape? in person? I no. You went to the show. Listen, let me tell you. All right, let no, me give you the story. Okay, let me see you the story. Because that was nineteen eighty. I snuck in. Ross eighty eight. Let me tell you, I snuck into the spectrum. Shouts out to Charlie Mack. Give him, let's let's just show Charlie Mack. Charlie Mack's the man. Yeah, we saw him yesterday. I I I I was trying to sneak into the show, right? I was trying to sneak into the show and um. He looked at me, he said, Will Smith, no, he said, Fresh Prince saw you and wants you to meet you. And I was like, okay. And then he let me in to the spectrum. Remember going down? Um, on the, on the, yeah, I remember and, the spectrum and going very in. well. And the then, spectrum was where the Sixers and the Flyers played back in the day. Mm-hmm. And Dr. They become, Dr. J played. The spectrum was, I mean, it was 70s, 80s, 90s. But that and was then, that the, was the eighties. That was eighties, right? Well, 80s, I know eighties, but I'm saying 80s. the spectrum goes way back, and then it later became first in your center, and now it's the, then became Wachovia Center, and now it's called Wells Fargo. No, center. remember before Wells Fargo, it was first the, union. First union, fuck you, center, the fuck uh, you center, the yeah. fu center. That's and right. And then and then Wells Fargo, but Charlie saw me, and he was like, he said, Javon, 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 Javon. Javon, Javon, Javon. He Javon, said that to me Javon, yesterday. Javon, Chinese Javon, best friend, Chinese Javon, best friend, Javon, Chinese Javon, best friend. Chinese best friend, Chinese best friend, Chinese best friend. This is how Charlie talked. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Charlie's fucking hilarious. And he said, Javon, Javon, Fresh Prince want to meet you. I'm going to give you the number. Meet me at the house. But Will was in L.A. So Will, we talked a little bit, and then he took me on tour, and he let me open up for him for uh, um, halftime because they used to do halftime things, uh, concerts at basketball games. Oh. Man. And then he took me on tour and then legend goes on and on and on and on. But uh, it, it's, it's just like, man, 
you know, Charlie Charlie Mack is the connection of everything. Yeah, Charlie put a lot of things together. Yeah, he he, he did. He, he, he put did. Boys to Man, he hooked connected yeah. Boys to Man with Michael Bivens, Ch- right? Wait, wait, oh. Charlie Charlie told Will Smith to go to L.A. So, you wow. know, yeah. wow, there would be no Will Smith right now. Yeah, if it wasn't well, for Charlie Mack, we all we all put that in hand of, in God. the hands of God. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but uh, there would be no Michael Blackson if if. Anyway, anyway, we gonna, we gonna keep yeah. it moving. But I saw Mike. Let me tell you something. The first time I saw him, he was walking down the steps of Bartram High School. Are you serious? Yeah. You had this, this guy's good memory, Mike. Listen, I have a memory of your African horse called Gugubba. <laughs> Remember Gugubba? I ain't no had a fucking African horse. Yeah, yeah Moki Meat. Anyway, that was a good. I thing. saw this black motherfucker walk down the steps. Of Bartram High School, mm-hmm. but he had this big ass Nefertiti mm-hmm. chain on. Yep. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" You know and- what it was? All right, so um, this is a point in my life where I finally found a way to fit in America. America to to fit in America. You know, mind you, I've just been in America for like three years, right? When I yeah. and I, when I got to Philly, I've been in America three years and. By that time, I realized that fit in America, you got to dress nice. Girls like guys with jewelry. And I worked at Domino's Pizza. I mm. saved all my tip money. Wow. During the summertime, I went shopping for school. And one thing I did spend money on was a Nefertiti piece to go with my chain. The reason why I got Nefertiti because I was the Big Daddy Kane fan. I love Big Daddy Kane so much. I got my hair cut like Big Daddy Kane. Yes, you did. I had the cuts in my eyebrow like Big Daddy. You know you, Chinese best friend, you know who the fuck Big Daddy Kane is. Uh, it's Big Daddy Kane. That's how right. it was. I was like Big Daddy Kane fan, and I wore the Nefertiti. I just wanted to be Big Daddy Kane. I'm not sure who you want to be when you was a kid. Probably um, Jet Li. Br- Bruce no. Lee. Or uh, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Lai. Or uh, one of Russell Simmons' ex-wife. I'm not Peanut. sure who the fuck you want to be <laughs> when you was a kid, but that's who I want. I want to be Big Daddy Kane. So I, I mimicked Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane wore like silk shirts yeah. and jewelry. Silk I wore silk shirts in school. He had a silk shirt on, and he was like, when he was walking down the step, it was like, bing, bing, yeah, bing, I, bing, yeah. bing. Like, the chain was like, bling. Yeah, we walk, black people, when we walk, we walk to a, yeah. a beat of a music. Yeah. I know you don't know. And he, he had no music that day. I had no music. No but music. The music is in our head. When black people walk, we walk to music. You probably walked to the words. I worked to the beat. You walked to the words of the song. That's hilarious, Mike. You were like Mr. T. No, I don't don't actually know, but I turned around because I went to go see that girl. I turned around, looked up, and this dude was walking. Boom, boom, boom. Never knew who he was, but he was so fucking classic. Ah, fuck out of here. And Mike, then, you were so fly back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had to get fly because I got tired of getting roasted the first two years in two Jersey. Years and then three. And then by the time I got to Philly, I'm like, okay, I know Whoa. what it takes yeah. to fit in. You got to yeah. dress nice. Gotta, I spent all my money on clothes and jewelry. Wow. So yes, people thought, and back then, whenever you wore a piece of jewelry, That's it. automatically thought you sold your drug dealer. So people thought I, they thought I was a drug dealer. <laughs> yep, yep. They had no idea I was dealing pepperoni and sausage. <laughs> Yo, that was a big ass yeah. pepperoni and sausage Nefertiti piece. Uh, yeah. It was a like wow. a nice piece. 
It was a nice piece. And when he came down the steps and I saw him, and then later on I saw him with the same piece, and then wow. later I saw him with the same piece, and then later I saw him with the same piece, and then later I saw him with the same piece. Well, and no, then- whatever. we change our clothes, we don't change our jewelry, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we got the same damn piece every fucking day. That's how you knew me by my piece. It's official, but I saw that my Patreon page is now live. My weekly Titty Tuesday and Twerking Thursdays are moving exclusively to Patreon, where they could no longer be censored by the social media companies. I will also be sharing daily updates plus show announcements here first. See you on Patreon, you mother suckers. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And then he and he was like, I do comedy. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, young boy. Get out of here. Get out of here. But I saw him do comedy. I don't know what venue it was. I saw him. I said, I'm going to put him on something. I used to do this thing called the Javon Pearson and Friends before Javon. Before people used to do and Friends. I used to host this thing 10 years straight. We used to get 10,000 people. At the Robin Hood Del East. Yeah, it was I like an outdoor, big outdoor venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like big headliners like... Javon Pearson. Well, I'm, t- I'm talking about this thing, the groups. It'd be, you more hosted it. Boys and like, Javon Pearson. Boys and Men have done it, right? No, it was, it was, you was before Boys and Men. 
You were sure before Voice to Men? Yes, he was. Yeah, was. Because when I put him on that yeah. stage that uh-huh. day and said, I don't know, give it up for Michael Blacks. He walked out. He didn't do none of that. Yeah. He came out and did his shit. He had seven minutes. Yeah. I went, minutes I got it. I got it on VHS tape. We're going to bring it back. Bring it back. Standing ovation. Wow. 10,000 people. I have a VHS tape. No, they, they were standing. Only, only reason why I had standing ovation because... It was outdoors. Everybody was standing anyway. This nigga it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, it, 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 um, who was uh, Michael Collier was the headliner, but he, he came on that night. Oh, yeah, it was a, it was a straight comedy show? It was a straight comedy oh, okay. show because for 10 years straight, I did Javon Pearson and Friends, and when he came on there, it was like, wow. They was like, who the fuck is this? But at that moment, all I've done, I think, was Comic View. This is probably like mid No, 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 no. You ain't, you ain't do Comic View then. Why the fuck they give me all this love? I never done TV because I gave you the love. Okay. Yeah, but it was See, right then, before that. Yeah, they hype. Uh, it was a, a hype up. Yeah, our host. Comedians up, lie so. yeah. all the time. Oh yeah, I was on Fresh Prince and I was on Star Search, but you wasn't on none of that shit. But I gave him the chance because he was fucking hilarious when I saw him. Uh, I think I saw you at the uh, Laugh House. D. Lee, mm. D. Lee, right, D. I'm a D. Lee. Lee. Shouts out to D. Lee. I saw him at the Laugh House and he was funny. I said, "Yo, you want to do the show? I'm doing." Ah. And then he came and lit that motherfucker down. Man, this guy down. is the hype yeah. man in the yeah. '90s. I'm I'm hard on myself. I'm not sure if I was that great, but it was all hey, part Mike, of the, it was the process. Great. It was all part of the you process. You were so fucking funny. I still, when I go back to Philly. I see your fucking picture in Ishkabel. Oh, yeah, Ishkabel. Hmm? Ishkabel is a, is a place where they make Philly cheesesteaks. For those who don't know, we have Ishkabibbles, we have Gino's, we have past steak. Oh, Who's your favorite? What's your favorite cheesesteak, you think? Oh, dude, Gino's. you put me on the line. What? Get Gino's. the fuck out of here. I love no. Gino's. They're, listen, sometimes it'd be, it'd be like the, the hood ones. Like I'm Explorer. from West Philly. Oh, yeah, Philly cheesesteak. I heard about that. There is certain places, Gino's and Pat's are... Or, or, commercial, or, or you commercial, think? yeah, yeah, yeah. You need like hood spots where Jim Steaks Jim on Steak, South Street yeah. is, and then you have Ishkabibbles, but right. then you have the Bodegos. You have those, but it's a it's a place called Delasantros. Woo! What's Delasantros at? Woo! That's what Roxborough. Woo! Oh, Roxborough. Uh, yeah. Woo! Woo! Roxborough is another part of Philadelphia. So yeah, it's just. A lot of times it was hood places. I'm, yeah. I, one of the great ones I had was the place called Explorers, which Where is, is right. Explorers is right by LaSalle University. Oh shit! Right oh, on uh, LaSalle Explorers, Explorers, yeah. yeah. Yes, Explorers. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it all depends, man. You know, but a lot of time, because I know Geno's, they make them so fast. It's yeah. like so, it's like they pre-made, whatever it is. It wasn't, you know. Have the, you ever had Steakums? Yes, I did in Subway. Okay, steakums, just they just flip it. it over and uh. flip it back. Cheese steaks need to be chopped. Oh. Brrr, onions, peppers, garlic, shh, flip over, cheese, everything. That's a cheese steak. When oh. you see somebody just lay a, a piece of meat and then mm. flip it over and then, no, that's not a cheese steak. 
Yeah. It's not a cheesesteak. Well, that's why, I, you know, Philadelphia, uh, believe it or not, if I'm, I, no, shut up, Philly, don't get mad at me, but I heard Philly's in the top five or ten of, like, obese or ugly people, something like that. We are really? definitely in the top Yeah, because your picture is up really? there. They, yeah. Yeah, but wait a minute. We, wait, that fucking cheesesteak did not don't help our you know. No, no, they have this. They have this new uh, African American place called Gibbons. Gibbons in Germantown, like they make the bread at the place and they make the cheesesteaks. That shit, because a cheesesteak, a cheesesteak, original cheesesteak, yeah, supposed to be ribeye. Oh, ribeye. That's the fancy part of the. And they shave it down oh. and then they put it up. Not a steak em. Not a steak yeah. em. And then chicken cheese steak is basic. It's breast and chopped up and all of that. And that's chopped up. So Yeah, the ribeye. That's good. Yeah. Ribeye ribeye is, is that in that. Yo, so So growing up, I'm starting comedy, ahead, Javon was like the guy that did everything that we, we look forward to doing. First guy in Philly to do Def Jam, first guy in Philly to do Apollo, Def first guy Jam, to make us first whoa, whoa, whoa. comedian. Def Jam twice. Come on, man. My bad. Give me my first props. comedian in Philly to do Def Jam twice. The oh. only comedian to do Def Jam twice. Only wow. comedian in Philadelphia to do Def Jam, Def Jam twice. Let's get it right. Uh, of course, first comedian, at least in Philly history, to be have an appearance on a sitcom, Whoa. which is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, yeah. And was it that's NBC, right? Yep, NBC. Okay. And, and I know you want to. I know you want to go and talk about like what happened. Right. That's, that's, I'm big yeah, on what happened. I, I, but I everybody, saying. you know, entertainment. Um, definitely tell us what happened. About, I'm let's go. Let's go history, straight to it. Little history on my, um, like me. I remember, you know, I came out. I was something different as a kid from Africa. Everybody was, you know, and I was doing my thing. And then, you know, you get to a part where you, like, freezes for a little bit. Because the thing with my Dev Jam, I did Dev Jam, unfortunately for me, my Dev Jam was so good. If my Dev Jam would have aired, I would have been, been as big as Chris Tucker, right? Because that's how great my Dev Jam was. Wow. Even though I didn't, do it, I didn't do Dev Jam when Martin hosted it. I did Dev Jam when, you know, when Martin was done with it. So when I did Dev Jam, they had like Joe Torrey was the host, you know, when I did it. It wasn't as big then as if when Martin did it, because you did it with Martin, right? I did it with Martin and Joe Torrey. Okay, so I did it when Joe Torrey did it, and at and I'm on, and Donnell was Donnell Rowling was on um, Breakfast Club talking about his Dev Jam and how he got on Dev Jam. I am yeah. the reason why Donnell Rollins oh, got on Dev Jam. Yeah. You know why? Because I was too, so back then Dev Jam when they filmed comedians, they would film about five of them. Only four is gonna make the show. Yeah, you know. The, the weakest one would make the show. I was so hilarious, but my closing bit, the, the, my, my headlining joke, I used to do this joke about having a disease in Africa called big dickness, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So what I did, I put, I put out this big fake dick Oh, yep. yep. on stage. Yo, yo. Oh. And, I was, and I figured out it would work because Def Jam, nigga pulling yeah. out guns. You could oh, do anything on Def yeah. Jam. But the dick was too much. They too couldn't. Much. Oh and, my god! And they couldn't edit it out because when I left the stage, my dick was still hanging. But you had a standing <laughs> ovation. Standing ovation stand did all that. Ovation. Oh so yeah. because they couldn't air my Dev Jam, that's how, because Donnell Rollins was on my show as well. I exactly. remember it was Monique, Donnell, myself, wow. and 
I forgot who the other person was. But you had the same scenario that um, uh, I can't think of his name. Went up there and did it. Uh, uh, he played DC Cab. He played in DC Cab. I can't think of his name, but he had the most fucking hilarious deaf comedy jam, and they couldn't play it. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. God rest his soul. But he was so he funny. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I can't. I can't think. Somebody look it up. Um, Did he pass last month? No, he, he passed from? about. He from? He's from DC. Oh, oh my God! I can't think. He did the he 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 before before Michael Collier. He did stuff in. Uh, oh, I know. Charlie Barnett. About. Charlie Barnett. Oh, you Charlie had a Barnett. Charlie Barnett fucking uh, situation. What happened to Charlie Barnett? Yeah, Charlie Barnett was so fucking funny and so hilarious. They did not air his shit because it was too funny. It was too funny and it was too raw gotcha. for comedy. Oh. And when I saw your shit that night, I was like, "Oh God, my boy from Philly!" Ah, oh, oh, ain't it? What pulled yeah. the fucking cock? I put the cock out. Big, but here's the thing. Like when big I did Dignus. What, big dickness, when I, I did excuse me, I and then me. later on a, a Philly comedian named Buck, where I stole my dick, the dick I used to pull yep. out, he stole ooh, it ooh, behind ooh, stage. Buck stealing your shit. Buck stole my dick. He's out. Meaning like I was backstage yeah. and I lost my dick. Buck stole the big shit. dick. Pause. Right. But the thing about it, when I did the audition for the show, I pulled the dick out. Ooh. So if the you know if the the casting director, the guy that casted for the show. You know, if he thought it was going to be a problem, he would have told me I would have never pulled it out. Or if I pulled it out, I would have tucked it back in and left out and said good night. Uh, they would have found it with the editor. But since I walked off stage with my big dick hanging out. Where the fuck did you get that from, Walmart? It was a Halloween costume that I did. I think I think yeah. if it wasn't, if it was the right color. Because it oh. wasn't the right it color. It was a white dick. It was a, it was a white, white dick. dick? Yeah. Oh. And, it, and, and nobody think, believed that no a, believe a white, white dick that was that, that big. A black man with a white dick does not sound That really shit was really hilarious. So. But wow. he has always been consistent. Mike has always been consistent with his shit. Yeah. Like, Mike has always, like, when I had did the Javon Pearson and Friends at the Robin Hood Del East and put him on, blew it up, blew it up. He has always did. Like, like, I'm going to give you a story. And, Mike, you might not know about this story. So it was at the uh, comedy store. So I'm doing my shit. I'm ripping. L.A.? I'm ripping. Yup. I'm ripping. I'm ripping that motherfucker up. Boom. Mike goes on after me. Who walks in? Ice Cube. Was that what oh. you did that night? I don't remember you being there. You don't have to remember because you got more checks than me now, motherfucker. He remembers you remember? You at sixty million? I'm at thirteen Mike. million. What the fuck? Like Mike went I on. I wish I had sixty. 60 I mean, Ghana CDs, motherfucker. Anyway, anyway, in Nigerian so money. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that night. See, certain things trigger me. Like I remember Mike went on after me, and Ice Cube came on. Right when Mike was on, and Mike, boom, 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 kill. Like, with comedians, either you're going to go on, like, I'm going to tell you like this. It's certain comedians I'm nervous about, but I'll still go on. Yeah. Like, if you put Earthquake, if you put Dave Chappelle on, yeah. if you put... Certain people on, 
I got to be like, ah, but fuck that. Like that night, it was a, it was a wave. It was a wave. It was a wave. And then my wave was on. And then I remember Michael Blackson came on right after me and Ice Cube walked in and here we go. You mother suckers. I can't get jiggy with this shit. Where was this? At Philly? No, it was it was at the comedy store in L.A. Right here. I remember that shit. I don't, I don't remember. And I'll be looking at. But maybe like you don't have you know, to it's remember. Very, it's very possible. No, it is possible. On my mother's grave, God bless her soul. I went on before you. Wow, I had no idea. That's what's up. You went on after me and fucking did my Ice thing. Cube walked in oh, and wow. I was like, okay. ah, because I had did the gay skit. You know, hey, bitch, yes. <laughs> yeah, he anyway. put on his mother. I believe him then. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe him. But that, like, was, that was my hair is very. He's good memory. Uh, he went on after me. Not mad about anything, but thankful for that's like Mike's like my little brother in comedy, and and he went on. He did what he was supposed to do. But I'd be like, damn, damn, damn. But you know the thing about it. You know, let me go back to the Dev Jam thing a little bit. Um, and when my Dev Jam didn't air, I mean, as a comedian, you look forward to that. Yeah. You know, but you look, but God has his own plan. Yeah. You know, because I said to myself, let's say my shit would have aired, I would have been big. I probably would have been done by now. I probably oh, expired yeah, yeah. by now. Hey, Mike, we talked about that earlier. I said, and, and let's go back to why, you know, situations is a situation because, right. you know, I went to jail for oh, something. Oh, so that's uh, how the... Well, that's always a setback. I know I talk. I might have Franz on the show one time, and he well, went to jail to set him back. Yeah, yeah but, 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 but everybody, all the guys from Philly know it was Javon Pearson. I went to jail for something I didn't do. Whatever it is, it is, it is. But I, 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 I kind of thank God I went to jail because if I had not went to jail, yeah. I probably would have been dead. Why? I probably would have been ruined... I ruined probably so many people's lives because, listen, there was nobody, nobody, and I'm going to tell you again, after Will Smith, yeah, there was nobody comedy-wise after me. Nobody. I was, Mike, was I arrogant? Was I arrogant? Yeah, you was the main Philly. You was all we had. No. You, were not, you keep saying wow. Philly, like. No, no, worldwide, everybody knew you. I mean, saying you was listen. You was I mean, and then I said, Philly, you represented us. And then, and I always reached back. But if if I had never went to jail, yeah, for something I didn't do, wow, a lot of things that's represented today wouldn't be represented. This man wouldn't be. I guarantee you, he wouldn't be here. I guarantee you, Kevin Hart wouldn't. Come on, you know. But God has his way of doing things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He does. And, right, like he said, he because I know that was his biggest setback. He got locked up for some stuff, you know. And then, um, and that's one thing, man. We, you, you, I'm sure, Jeff, I mean, I'm not, you know, I've been in a holding cell. No, you wouldn't. You, Mike, trust me, you would not. Survive in jail? No. In the mountains? No. You'd be a twig. You, you you were in was, the mountain jail, sir. I was I was listen. It was days. You was in a state. I was up upstate. I was there where one day this one guy. Were the, you there with killers, murderers? 
This one guy was like, don't put that guy in my cell. The next day, he's like, get him the fuck out my cell. The next day, they doing patty cake. The next day, they was having sex in cell. I was like, oh, my. You saw God. men fuck each other? Did, well, they ever, did they ever touch you? They ain't never catch me, but. Um, <laughs> no, I ain't never see nobody. But the thing is like this. When I went to jail, my mother died while I was in jail. Wow. And I never got to. Um, that's something that fucks with me. Every you think she died from like a broken heart? Yes, she did. Yes, yeah. she did. My mother died from a broken heart because trust me. I was my mother's best everything. Like first, I remember your mother very well. Yeah, remember Miss Ruth? She was like, Snoopy. That's my nickname. Snoopy, why is this little black-ass guy <laughs> in my couch? You know? Yeah. My mom loved this dude. My mother loved Michael Blackston. And when I went to jail and when, you know, certain situations, I'm getting emotional, but... She loved this dude, and, and it was like when she died while I was in jail, and I never got to say my goodbyes. Every year, my mother was born in December 23rd, so I go through oh, wow. that around the Christmas, Mother's Day. I still go through that. I'm never going to forget that. I'm wow. never going to forget that. But a lot of things make me go like, wow. Like, she loved Michael Blackston. Did mm-hmm. She called him Snoopy? No, no, he was no Snoopy. I was Snoopy. Oh, yeah. That was That's my nickname. nickname. She called them little black, black ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I grew up in the projects. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you who else grew up right next door to me. Eve. Oh, Eve. Uh, Eve singer. grew up right next door to me. Wow. Right next door to me. So, like, it's, it's, it's just certain things a lot of people don't know, like how we came up. Will used to drop me off at my house. Will Smith. Wow. Like... The projects, West Philly was, West Philly and Southwest is so close that everything was like everything. And when I saw this dude come up, you know, come up, he, he, he gagged me out of a plane ticket. I'm going to tell you about that. What, the buddy pass or something? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that was my that was my that last was job hustle. I had. I that had, was his I hustle. I worked for the airlines, and I used to sell all my coworkers buddy passes. Oh. I gave him $200, get a round trip to, to, to L.A., and I ain't never make it to LA. Boy, that's not my hit. Buddy pass it. <laughs> buddy, it's called it's called buddy pass. But the motherfucker are not your buddies, okay? <laughs> buddy pass yeah, is yeah. a standby. You don't give this pass to your buddy. Give this pass to your fucking enemies. <laughs> it's a standby ticket. Let you me on, tell you something. You, you only get on a plane if there is seat. If there ain't no seat, you're yeah. not gonna get oh, on. Yeah. And back then, the airlines were very strict. So when you no flew no the buddy no pass, not back then, it was it was open. Okay, but back then, if you flew on a buddy pass, you have to be dressed appropriately. Appropriately. So you had to have a... Exactly. You have yeah, to wear a shirt like with a this. collar because you you're representing the company. Yeah. Oh. So, I walked in that motherfucker looking like I yeah, came straight out the projects. Oh. Yeah. And he man. probably didn't get on because he wasn't dressed properly. Yeah, and they uh, said... And they looked at it. He was like, Michael Blackson got this ticket for you? I was like, yeah. Ah. I don't remember too much details on that, but, <laughs> but I sold. I was I wasn't a drug dealer back then. I was a buddy was pass dealer. dealer. He was like, I got I got one I, I made, got one pass to I made about Jamaica. fifty dollars from every ticket almost that I sold. That's good hustle. No, that yeah, was a was great a hustle back in the day. I was a hustle. A great hustle back in the day, man. Because every employee got about at least 
eight of them so that I would I would make four hundred dollars. Wow. Off a day. Every employee. A day. A day. Well, no, no, it depends. Come it depends. on, Mike. Come on, I'm Mike. saying if I get how day. I mean, everybody niggas not traveling, wasn't it? I remember you got me to LA. And I couldn't get back to Philly. That's your fucking fault. You, you got stuck in Los Angeles, California? I remember. You know who got me back to, to Philly? Charlie Mack. No, Charlie. He didn't get me back to Charlie. It was uh, dude, Tony, Tony, Tony. Raphael Sadiq. So it must have been when you fell off then because... No, I was... I was <laughs> why are you fucking buying with a body wait, pass? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> you piece of shit. Fuck you. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> Fell off. Nobody ever fall off. That's the Na- shit. You know what? That's true because niggas no, just no. like a hookup. Listen, listen. Niggas this would do thing. anything. You could be a billionaire, nigga. How much for that? $100 round trip to Iraq? Give me that shit, yeah. motherfucker. What's up, Marasokas? This is your African king of comedy, Michael Blackson. I'm here to ask you a question. Are you subscribed to my podcast, the Mother Sucker Podcast with me, Michael Blackson? If not, you are missing out on the crazy interviews, the exclusive behind-the-scenes content of my life, and tons of VIP celebrity guests. So listen up, Mother Sucker. Stop what you are doing right now and go find the Mother Sucker Podcast with me, Michael Blackson, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. It's free. So go do it right now and don't forget to catch a new episode every tuesday the 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to americans and yet there's complexity at every turn criminal trials for one of those candidates young voters who are angry the campaign moment podcast from the washington post gives you what matters I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. 
And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. See, this is the thing I have with people saying falling off. You have to be on something to fall off. Nobody ever falls off of nothing. Like, well, except Ben Simmons. Ooh, can we talk about that? Who? Ben. You can talk about Ben. Man, that motherfucker's the worst motherfucker to ever play <laughs> basketball in the history of light-skinned ass. <laughs> Fuck that. I know he's looking at me right now. Ben Simmons, you ain't shit. You ain't going to never be shit. You can't shoot foul shots. You can't see three-pointers. What do you think about that, Mike? Why? Well, you know, here's the thing with Ben. All right? Uh, they say he's good for the season, he's not done. good for the playoffs. But nigga, the playoffs don't really count, okay? Yeah. Secondly, Ben Russell Simmons could make fucking free throws, okay? <laughs> Stevie Wonder can make free nigga, throws. Nigga, Richard Simmons could score more than five points. Little than Richard can make <laughs> any all he's the Simmons. Dead. He's definitely the weakest of all Simmons. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, he got us for $184 million. Well, oh. My thing, I wish we would have traded him while he had a value. That Harden, was right. Harden, for we Harden. had the perfect time right there to trade perfect. him. Perfect. And we didn't do it. We really thought we loved this kid. But, you know, till he got exposed. Four for be able to- 14. Every game that the Sixers lost, they That's lost crazy. by less than five. Wow. Every game that they lost... Ben Simmons lost by shooting. I'm like, what the fuck? And the thing, I would have forgave him. Yeah, I have personal issues with Ben. No, nah, Ben yeah. was in. Mike, I would, you don't I would have forgive forg- nobody. I would have forgiven him if they would have beat Atlanta. Mike. Ben was in my was in my girl's DM. Oh, yeah, light skin nigga shit, right? Ooh. Ben was in my girl's after, DM after the Kardashians. After nigga. the Card- Ben was in my the- DM. <laughs> hey Ben. <laughs> ben was in my girl's DM on her Snapchat. Ben what? wrote, and not, mind you, I hooked this nigga up with a girl. This guy was like my homie, homie. And then hey, he my you girl's was always DM. at the game, and I called Duh, you. He and- was like friends, you know. But he like, you know, wow. all about pussy. Mike, what did he say in the DM? Instead of trying to shoot his shot, he should been shooting free throws. You know what I'm saying? And I lost respect for him wow. when he went in my. You don't. You don't like. I don't give a fuck how fine my no, homie no, girl seriously. is. My he homie was in girl your to girl, me is like girl my sister. DM? Yeah, he was in my girl girl. Like he, he the one I met. The one you oh. met. The one that was, yeah. Yeah. He was in her DM. So I was, if he, if he would have won, if they would have won that wait, game. Wait, wait, What did he say? Wait, hold on, hold on. The friend in Philly that showed I didn't do, her? What friend? What friend? What no, your, your girl. The Asian girl, Cambodian. Oh my, he the was reason. in her DM. He was in her DM, yeah. Damn. He was in Rodder's DM, like nonstop, being real thirsty. Wow. You know what I mean? I, I lost respect for him when he did that. Like, I have no interest in none of my friend's girl. I don't give a fuck how bad she it's, is. It's, see, it's a certain situation where you don't, you don't fuck with nobody else's girl. It's not and that. That's another not, story. Especially we'll not your about. friends. But wait, he's in your DM about your girl, girl. That's your girl, girl. Yeah. I right. know your, I know I know your. your I got girls. bitches, yes, but I'm saying he's he not even in the bitches DM. He's in my girl girls DM. That's light skin nigga yeah. shit. Yeah. So I lost I lost respect for him there when he did that. 
Wow. And then he was consistent because at first, oh. I, what, what was he, in the DMs? Yeah, Mike, please tell. The, he was trying to really holler her, like you know, like right. you don't need that little black tweed ass. His hairline wasn't going that back. He was like really, he's dry as a motherfucker. Really, his lips thing, is, he got crooked teeth. Thing his got mouth 100. is wide open. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Africa Mike? We want to know. I'm telling you what he says. His mouth is because, wide open. It's, because. Um, <laughs> These young kids think because they're an NBA player, they got $184 million that could get any woman they yeah. want. You know Even what it is? It's, it's that ego best. Some, if you got a real woman, she ain't falling for that. Oh, no, this no. is the bullshit with, with him. This is the bull... Hey, okay. This is the bullshit with, with, with Ben Simmons. He ain't really us. He was on Europe. Put that motherfucker on 23rd in Cumberland, he'd get bust the fuck up, beat up, you don't do that. Mike, he could have yeah, any another. girl in the world. He makes $185 no, he can't. million. No, 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 no. Before that, before that, Subway. he was making $17 a week. Where? And, uh, uh, Subway? No. Um, um, Burger King. Oh, Burger, King. Oh, working Burger King. At, wait, why he in college? Why he was overseas. What do you mean overseas? Where was he overseas? What do you mean? That's where he came from. No, the nigga, when he, his family, he's from Australia. He Australia is overseas. He played at um, LSU. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. What Ben Simmons we talking about? You talking about Richard Simmons or Ben Simmons, nigga? <laughs> the fuck this nigga for? He played two years at LSU, LSU. and then we drafted yeah, him number yeah, one he pick. Was, he was bullshit. But his greatest thing was uh, uh, overseas in Australia. Like Australia, where he's born, he played college here. Nah, nah, he was he was full of shit. They don't have no they they, they, they don't have no fucking Burger King. Or well, he, he anyway. He was just fucked he did, up. My, his, his, I mean, and he his, shouldn't have came in. I mean, we're not going. We're not going to take away his credit. He's a great defensive player. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You are shoot, a shooting guard. You should be practicing shooting ball. Yeah, shooting at free throws, not shooting in your homie's DMs. Okay. Yeah, well, your homie's girlfriend. Let me DM. ask you this, Mike. Yes. After the first game, where the Sixers came back after twenty six points. What do you mean the Sixers? Oh, right, right. I remember that when we lost okay. by four. I remember that. Yeah, and he lost by four. Right. Okay. He missed eight fucking free throws. Wow. That game? That game. Oh, wow. I didn't That's know that. It's worse than Shaquille. You know, when they went down by like 20 points, I stopped watching that game. Then I saw they try to make a comeback. When they almost made that comeback, I said to myself, these guys are going to win this game. Six. Four games straight in a row. Okay. And they should have won every game. And our boy, Joel. What's up, Joe? He 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 was fucked up a little bit. He still but fucked he gave up. Him, he gave him all he had. You all know, he, he had. Gave, obviously, that last game seven, Ben Simmons. You know when he did not go and take that dunk or that layup on a, a simple shot that was right in his face. It just showed that he lost all confidence in himself. You know, and and he got exposed, and now his value to trade became almost nothing. I mean, this is a guy that's okay, worth so one hundred eighty-four million dollars. Let me ask you this, Mike. And you and I both are fucking Philadelphia yes. team. Yes. Like we go bark to Charles Barkley, to Manute Bow, to yeah. Allen Iverson. Let's go back. To Tim Perry. Maurice that whole stupid ass when we traded fucking Charles Barkley to, for Brad to Phoenix Darty. Suns. No, we put no. Phoenix Suns for oh. Tim Hornacek. Oh, Hornacek. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm yeah. talking. Come yeah. on, man. Well, let's go back. Let's go back a little bit more. You got Maurice Cheeks. Andrew okay, Tony. Dr. Jets. Okay. Okay. Like, let me let me explain. What do the Sixers need, Mike? We need a fucking shooting guard. So, do you think Dame? What's his name? Damian? 
Oh, Damian Lillard, uh, he'd be great. I would take anybody, any, anybody that could shoot the ball, honestly. I think, you know, uh, Ben is good. I mean, I'm not – if he minus out the whole thing with, the, with disrespect, his homies and going to their girls DM, you know, he's a great defensive player. I'm not going to take that away from him. But he's, he's good his- for the season. Playoffs is what really matters when you got to shoot the ball. You know, right. um, okay. he needs if, – if I'm hearing rumors he's going to be traded to maybe potentially Minnesota. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what the fuck we're going to get from Minnesota. But right now the Sixers just trying to – they'll take a hot dog for that nigga. I'm your guest on your show. So right. I'm asking you the questions right. now. The Eagles. Okay. Hurts. Right. And the boy that won the Heisman Trophy. Right. Do you think we got the same situation firing for McNabb and Deshaun Deshaun Johnson? Jackson. 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 This motherfucker. Jackson, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Um. No, trust me. You don't we, think they well, because we were, they, when, they 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 were they they both was in college together. When yeah, we that's right. But uh, did that did that kid play four years? No, no, no. Uh, uh, the the uh, the quarterback got out. I know that, that. It, he got out and went to Oklahoma. No, he got out and went to the pros, man. Um, I'm saying, and when he left Alabama, he went to Oklahoma because Alabama um, put somebody ahead of him. Do you think? Bottom line is, do you, you think the Eagles? Do like, you think sports. the Eagles? What I are love, you talking about? You don't know. You only Eagles. know soccer, motherfucker. Nigga, I let go soccer a very long time ago. I've been up. Do real, you think the Eagles are going to win the NFC East? It's going to, it you know what? It all depends, man. Um, we have to allow Hurts to just be hurt. Let's see what this kid has. He's good. No, you saw him last year. We saw him last year. Okay, I mean, yeah, we still only won fucking but four games. The Eagles got At the end of the day, we don't care. We don't give a fuck how good you are. How well you play, you win games. So I, I have confidence. I think we got to, we just gotta throw him out there, let him play, just like we did McNabb. We let McNabb play, and McNabb went, started winning games and took us to five NFC championships. McNabb threw up everything. I know that, but I'm saying he was at least every year he was a contender. Okay. Let this, you know, I love our draft pick. As an Eagles fan, we I got love, the best draft pick in the fucking draft. We got pick. the best receiver. We got the Heisman guy. We got the fastest guy. So, do you think that the have, Eagles are going to get, win the NFC East? I'm I'm a, I'm a realist. At the same time, don't because you wrong. got your nephews and shit. You you bias. What are you talking about? My nephew's way in the fucking. Uh, he's in the NFC North in the fucking. Well, no, he, but he his, went to Cincinnati. His nephews are fucking. Fucking high, they four million dollars a year. Oh, Those guys. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the Cowboys, who are very healthy. We talking about the Giants, who are growing. Do you, you think the, the Eagles are going to come out the NFC East as the champions this year in, for 2021, 2022? I don't know. Honestly, I I will have to see the first. I won't tell you. I can answer that to the first three, four games of the season. So see how they're playing, how everybody else is playing. Right now, I think the Cowboys finally give Press Doc his money. He's excited about finally getting money. He's going to prove himself. That's one. New York got better last year. New York is going to get even better. Washington picked up the fucking Patrick guy. He's like a 90-year-old guy with beard that you cannot count him out. So we got that with him. And, And then the Eagles, technically, I mean, they're all supposed to be really last place. So I'm not expecting too much from them. My hopes okay. are not high for them. 
So even if they make it eight and eight, I'll be like, okay, that was a great season. All right. All right. But I'm not, if I'm going to say they're going to win it, it's going to be, at the end of the day, it's not going to be a well, great division. The winner, nine and seven, is probably going to win the division nine and seven. Okay. You know, so it, it, it would probably be between, honestly, I, I expect the Cowboys to win the division this year. You know, not I, unless some kind of magical um, chemistry the Eagle, happens. The Eagles are, are going to go twelve and three this year, or twelve. You want to bet your last eighteen dollars? You having your eighteen? I got seventeen dollars. Now y'all seeing this live, Mike? You do not right, want to do. I'm a bullshit. They're going to win. No, you, you, you are. You, I'm going to bet. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Ten thousand dollars. Whoa, 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 Cause you don't pay up. You never pay up. What the fuck you talking about? I'll pay you right now, nigga. Well, pay me now. After you win the bet. Okay. I guarantee you that the Eagles will come out the NFC East champions. so you taking away that twelve wins now? No. How many wins you think they'll have? Fifteen. Don't don't put the crack away. Don't smoke the weed and the crack together. Yeah, I don't yeah. smoke. There ain't no fifteen. Be, give me a realistic. All right, number. I'm gonna give you a realistic number. The Eagles are gonna be twelve and what is it, seventeen? Nigga, twelve and e- five. The Eagles are gonna be twelve and five this year. I'm gonna. I'm a. You said twelve and five. Because my ten thousand dollars to your one thousand dollars. Okay. The Eagles. You said twelve. I'm. I'm not even gonna give you that much. I'm gonna just say if they win over ten games, I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars. Whoa, that's a good. What? If if it's less than that, you gonna give me a thousand dollars? Or I'm gonna work for you for free? No, you ain't gonna. You gonna give my fucking money? (laughs) (laughs) Mike never hires me. He hired me one time. And um, we was up there, Rhode Island. We mean we did the whole thing. That we just did the show. We did the Michael Blackson show at the. You didn't the, hire me. Somebody else paid. You me. was on the show. Oh was, oh oh because because oh 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 I didn't know you had. I didn't know I was you. I was the headliner. Oh, you I'm was sorry. on the show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, all right. But look, man, mm-hmm. I thank you for having me. But I'm gonna ask you this question. And um, I I really appreciate you, bro. Because, like, a lot of comedians don't give me my props. You've given me my props. No Philadelphia comedian has ever given me my props well, like I had you. To, Javon, you the one that opened the doors for us. You was the comedian that we looked up to. You was that raw guy that came out of Philly, and you, were, you was the one that had the rooms for us to go and perform in besides the comedy clubs, which were very tough to get in. You know, so you had every back in the day, if you started comedy in the 90s, it was all about those urban rooms. Those rooms are what made us tough yeah. comedians. Yeah. We had a couple in Philly that ran, I was ran by Javon. He was a yeah. host. Thelma then Wright. You go to, and you go to New York and you got rooms that ho- talent hosted and Rob yeah. Stapleton. Yeah. You know, all those yeah. guys, the Drew Frazier's and it's Smokey, all those guys came out of those places in New York, you know, yeah. and then Philly, of course, and then you go to D.C., you have the Chris Thomas, you know, then you go to Baltimore, you had the Mike Brooks, you know, so every, those were the, those were the driving distance from yeah. where we grew up. From Tri-State, yeah. The Tri-State. Yeah. So when you went to those places, these were the guys that had comedy rooms for us to go and work out in. So you open it, you help, you give us a place, a platform to perform. So but I always got to give you your props. But nice no, man. I appreciate it. I know you had your setbacks going to jail and then, you know. Nah, you fuck that. You know, it, it, it reversed over and came back. And, and But like a lot of people that I put on, 
you're you're one of the only people. It's a couple other that that was like, yo, I never knew he went through that shit. We still right sitting next next to me, right. you know, and and you know, I appreciate you, man. I love you, and I do this thing now uh, with Hand Up Entertainment. Uh, we do a a, a, um, a splash comedy pool party. Like this is nothing what you do. Listen, bro, I need you to come through in three weeks, and you're gonna come through. What That's is, the what, what night you do that? Uh, July the seventeenth, it's going it's going down. What is uh, July seventeenth? What day of the week is that? Uh, Saturday. Yeah, I'm booked. Man. I'm booked no, for the you're whole not. year. No, you you're not. Give me, I'm booked for the whole year. You're nigga. gonna come through. You gotta make that show. If you want Michael Blackson, right, well, you know what? Monday, Tuesday, can Michael Blackson? Can Michael Blackson come through and and do that for me? And we'll, we'll I'm booked on the 17. I'm no, at the we're, fucking. We're not, I'm at not, the not the 17. Foot Funny Bone in Connecticut. Hey, mother sucker. Is that okay? No, they were not. Well, we're do? gonna do this. Hand up entertainment and myself, who I hooked up with, we're gonna hook up with you so we can bring that spool pool plash whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Spool splash. Where you do this in Philly? Pool no. We do yeah. it out here. What the oh, fuck okay. you talking about? Okay. Player? We're gonna do it out here. The pool plash splash comedy show. We're gonna do it and you're gonna come through. And probably give you like twenty thousand, whatever the fuck you Cap. want. You ain't got, no, got twenty thousand. Shit, I ain't got twenty thousand to give you, Mike. My net worth is more than yours. Come on, man. But your network is in Ghana money, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or Nigerian. Naira. Everybody, look up Michael Blackson and Javon Pearson after tonight. Uh, but Pearson I love this network. boy, man. Listen, seriously, I love you, man. Thank you for having me. Like I appreciate, Mike. Listen, I appreciate you, man, because. I have watched you come from the guy walking down the steps at Bartram High School to this pimp-ass dude. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. But hey, like I was telling earlier, even with the whole this thing. This guy's with, a very nice guy. He's a, come on, he's a great guy. And I got my hairline. He still yeah. do, man. What he the still... fuck's happened to you? What? what oh, 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 oh. Mike, Mike, stop getting a haircut every week. Javon. Yeah, what? That's what a, kind of shampoo Javon you got use, the, sir? Whoa, Javon. whoa, whoa. There's no Beijing in my shit. You see yeah. my gray. Well, you know, the thing about it, I've always dyed my... At age 21, I was dying my hair. I came from Mike, Africa. Mike, Mike. Africa who came, I would Mike. came out the womb stressed out, man. Stop <laughs> okay? getting your hair cut every I, fucking week. Stop having them... I have them. to look good, man. I'm on stage every week, Javon. Have you seen You're on stage, on stage every year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difference, motherfucker, Okay. Big head well, bastard. Well, you won't, got... well, you won't let me open up for you because you can't follow me. Yeah. Give me your pay. You open up. Open up give the me stage. Your, and give, me your, stage give me your pay. Me. Give me your pay. One night. Uh-huh. One night. Javon, you could go up there and twerk and I'll still follow you. Okay. I don't give a fuck what <laughs> you Give me do. your pay one night, Mike. Mike is probably one of the funniest men on stage right One of now. the funniest, but Javon is funnier. How you wish, my nigga. Ooh, <laughs> I started man. this guy. You wish. All right, well, but I love him, though. You started it, and I finish in it, motherfucker. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. No stop, no shit, Mr. Pearson. I'm going to put him on the show just for the hell of it. Well, put me on the show. The next five shows. Uh, Your next five shows. The professor. Hold on. Uh, 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 
stop all your your guests because I I'll be like Mike, yo, can I come do it? But now, I mean, I I go on the road. I have two I open answers. I, I got I, I, I thought two guys to open you. up, but I'm gonna figure out a show that I'm gonna have you come no, on. No, fuck that. The next five shows, put me on. My guys don't always, even pay me. Put me on the shows. Fly okay. me in and put me up. Mike, let's I gotta fly. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show the show that you could drive to. But that's okay. <laughs> Africans, we gotta save some money. But, but like I said, man, it doesn't matter when yeah. you, with, like I said, with Def Jam, I, I had a setback on set, Def Jam, my Def Jam didn't air, but like I said, if it would have aired then, in 1994, yep, yep. I would have been big as hell, I would have been dunked by like 2009, who knows, about? I'm just saying, like you never, don't, don't ever, whatever God has planned for you is going to happen eventually. It's, it's, don't yeah. ever say... And, and and that that's what disturbs me about you. Okay. Like, cause I I watched you from coming down them fucking steps, and every time I say that, coming down those steps of Bartram High School, he was not a comedian. I wasn't a comedian. I was. He had this fucking chain. I thought on, I was a rapper. And I was <laughs> going to see this girl named Donna Lockett. Mm-hmm. Remember Donna Lockett? Yeah, she's one the of the baddest shit. motherfuckers in Philadelphia. And I saw him, and then later on, we hooked up as a comedian. Don't say, listen, when it, when it was all said and done, I look back and I sit in the audience. I was at a show in Baltimore, and I sat back. And my, my, my sis, Lynn, me and, remember when me and Lynn came? And we sat there, and I was like, this motherfucker is bigger than me. Wow. But I loved it. I loved the fact that he was fucking doing his grind he was grinding he was grinding he was grinding i saw stuff on on the internet where he's about to get a new show oh did i i wasn't supposed to say that yeah okay. we saw it too yeah yeah but you know i'm the type i don't i don't talk about shit not, Mike, exactly. but 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 again but again hey, you should never if if if, if any other new actors or comedians that get cameos in a movie whatever Whatever you do, don't tell your friends you're in a movie. Well, can I tell? You've watched the movie yeah. Yeah, and make sure I, yeah, your yeah. scene is still yeah, in I, 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 did, I don't I, talk. I, I did see I you in Coming to America, too. I was like, why the fuck they didn't utilize you more? So much. Yeah. That's how the whole Dude, like, feels. I saw you in, could have been in the McDonald's scene. Trust could've me, been, the whole been, world felt that way, but it's been, out of my hand. But it's okay. It's okay. Trust because me. We're it just made do some more stick. It just made the world more hungrier for you. They're like, God, we want to see more of this nigga, and that's all it is. I, I don't. Me, I never, I never let Hollywood get to me. I never let nothing bother me. I know whatever God has for me is gonna come well, on his own time. You're a good man, yeah. Michael Blossom. Thank you very much. The Jenny. Lord yeah, has, has a, a plan for you. What do you have planned? <laughs> Hey Mike, well, we gotta bring this uh, young artist and see what hold on, advice. Hold on, can, can, I, can I say one, one yeah. thing before? No, no real before quick. You no, look. you're gonna stay there. No, I'm I, I gonna, I'm gonna say this. I, I, I really want because like, um, I'm with some new people, hand, hand up entertainment, and we are looking for comedians, female, male comedians, hand up entertainment. DM them. Look. They Is going, that their Instagram, sir? Yes, Hand Up Entertainment, and um, we're gonna go through there and um, do some some comedy. We just trying to bring real comedians because this pandemic bore some bullshit out. But yeah. when you pick up that mic, five minutes be five minutes, but five minutes could be five hours. Yeah. 
and my guy's status and everybody. Shouts out to Charlie Matt. Shouts out to myself. And I appreciate you, Mike. No, really, always, I really you know, appreciate you, Much respect. Bro. I always, have, I always have respect for my peoples, man. Um, in fact, if you're in L.A. in July, you could probably... I'm um, in L.A. in July. July. What do you, I just bought like a big-ass 12-point... Well, I, I don't even want to talk about the house. What are you talking about, Mike? Javon, stop. Don't start. No, let me tell you something. Pull it up. Pull it, you bought it what? With what money, Javon? Shit. <laughs> This yeah. guy, to be in Tampa, he been living next door to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson been dead for twelve years. <laughs> next door to I Michael said Jackson. Michael Blackson. They put the B in the B. <laughs> so don't even front. My, hey, hey, listen. He brought a twelve point six inch room <laughs> in Charlie Max's house, motherfucker. Oh fuck, fuck you, man. Javon, don't don't cap no, on no, my no. show. No, no, no. I ain't gonna cap on your show, but you know what I'm doing, and you know I'm trying. Right before he came on the show, he's like, "Might borrow a hundred dollars." I'm I'm about to cash out. <laughs> well, now. cash at me. Let's pull it up. Cash Dollar sign J V P E A R S O N. Everybody, cash up, Javon. Let's see if. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let's see if you got motherfucking um followers. You ain't got no followers on cash app. My, let me tell you. No, my no. Followers. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. You don't got no followers. My if, followers only like they want to see let's, ass and let's, titties. They don't see. care about dudes. I'll pull out a dick and a titty. Okay, time to end the show, guys. <laughs> Shout out to Javon. This is a veteran artist, veteran comedian that, like I said, we all look looked up to. A lot of comedians looked up to him. You know, he's he started a lot of rooms that we all went in and nice guy, did our man. shit on and helped us to become tough comedians. Appreciate that. And my and my Instagrams is uh, uh, Javon Pearson Official. Go on Javon Pearson, J-V-O-N-N-E-P-E-A-R-S-O-N Official and Hand Up Entertainment and my boy Status, Nadir, and Mike, I appreciate you. I Anytime, love you. Anytime, man. Hey, follow Javon. If you do Javon. follow him right now, you can be the eighth follower he has. <laughs> he has seven yesterday. Wait, wait, wait. But the bet. Come on, let's do it with the bet. What bet? You set. I'm saying if the Eagles win more than 10 games, I'm going to give you $10,000. That's my Whoa. bet. And if they win less win than it. that, I I'll need work, my $1,000. i for you for a year. No, I'm, I'm not hiring, nigga. I'm going to need you to pay up that fucking $1,000 out of that $13.1 million. So you, you just lie to this world about Eagles you having. If the Eagles win more than... <laughs> Ten games. They win more than ten. I'm gonna give your ass wow. ten grand. Cash. Cash. Fucking money. I'm not talking about Nigerian naira. I'm not win. talking about goddamn Bitcoin. Y'all I'm talking heard. about real U.S. dollars in your hands. Hey, and Jaylen if Hurst, they don't, I work you, for you for a year, you nigga. For free. I am not. And, and, and then and I got I got my uh I got my uh passport. This we do. I'll go to excuse me. I'll be no. no. You go fire one of them fake ass PPP loans and give me my fucking thousand dollars. Thank you for having us. Another episode of yeah, Mother Sucker Podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah. The Mother Sucker Podcast with me, Michael Blackson, is a Calvary Audio production brought to you by Our Heart Radio and the Black Effect Podcast Network. Produced by Brendan Morgan of Calvary Audio and A King for the Black Effect. Associate producer is Jeff Apple. Executive produced by Michael Blackson, Keegan Rosenberger, and Dana Brunetti. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. 
even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a mm -hmm. hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.